all internet Zoom meetings with older people start like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can, can you oh, hear me? Oh, can hello. You hear? Am hello. Can you see me? Am, hello. Oh, am I on? I can see you. And the, and hello. The, and well, faces right up on the yeah. camera. <laughs> can you guys see me? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You're a mute button. Yeah. Here we are again. It's so great to be back. This is the Tribes to Tribe podcast, bringing you insight and leadership from a multicultural environment. Hey, today we're going to talk about virtual leadership and just leadership in general admits a COVID situation. Cam, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Dwight, how's it going over there? I'm doing well today. I am... uh I'm doing good. What's your shirt say? Be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. I did not read that right. I thought it said be on your grind. I was like, I like Well, you can. The Bible does Does talk about that too. If you don't work, you don't eat. All that stuff like that. No. That's right. But hey, it's good to see everybody today. So what about this thing? Why did we decide that we wanted to talk about virtual leadership? It's a whole nother animal in itself. You yep. still have to have good leadership skills, but man, you really have to reinvent some of the leadership qualities and skills that you use during a time like this. Yeah. What are you discovering? Did you say you had a story? I did. So. It makes me nervous. Oh boy. I'm just. <laughs> I'm I've been good with stories here. Okay. So, All right. You know, I had one almost moment, but anyway. Okay. Um, I, so we were doing. What were we doing? We were scheduling a meeting for an event that we have coming up, um, and on. <laughs> On the meeting, the person scheduling the meeting first off didn't send out like, like the Zoom link, so mm. that in itself hard to have a meeting without a meeting. Yeah, you can't have the link. <laughs> you know, the person that's scheduling the meeting was a little older, oh, so yeah. you know, us younger ones that's involved in it were kind of like, you know, no offense, that's an old people kind of <laughs> thing. You know, you expect that. But oh, then the day of the no. meeting or the evening of the meeting, we get this stern text message about. You know, why you guys are late? I thought we scheduled a meeting tonight. We are like, what's the Zoom link? The Zoom what? So you're sitting on Zoom waiting on us. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even know that you're there. We don't have access. So then after all this commotion, they get the Zoom link shared. And he said something that really prompted a, a, a kind of a question. Like, he was like, I'm old school. I'm used to paper and pencil, you know, meeting in person. Mm -hmm. So I'm not used to this whole technology thing. And I was like, I just take for granted the fact that I know how to use all of this stuff, yeah. that I'm fluent yeah. in it. So it just prompted a question, like, how how are you guys adjusting to this whole virtual leadership? How does it how does it work for you two? Yeah. I like the fact that you're putting Dwight with me in the <laughs> age category. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. you're, you're 31. You're like exactly. you're, you're 31 years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it, it, was a, it was a shift. I feel like... Um, tribes church wide we were kind of like kind of walking towards it and then COVID like said like bam you got to get to it real quickly uh but then th- the point you brought up was was very vital which is um understanding the I, I call it like like the young um benefit the benefit of being younger if you're if you're born you know in the 80s the 90s 
the and you grew up in a world where the internet existed. I mean, we started with AOL discs, but I mean, but but we still ha- we had the internet uh, in high school, middle school. Cell phones were prevalent, whereas like my mom, a cell phone wasn't a thing. Like it was all landlines, and we, I mean, I, I'm kind of in that middle ground where I didn't fully have that, but the a Zoom link and all of that, like meeting digitally is completely different than meeting in person. Yes. There's so much more like, like us talking, you know, we, you can see my expression. You can assume what's going on. Whereas, you know, um, when you are virtual, you have just someone's face and what they're showing you right there. They could be, they could have a TV around, like they could be so distracted. Um, but you know, you just have to kind of, it requires a lot more trust um, with the virtual space than, than kind of what was initially um, what we had physically, That's which, which is, uh, which is, I mean, to you, you, you asked the question of, you know, how are we doing? I mean, you're doing the best we can. Cause I mean, cause virtually it, it forces you to, to use what you have and yeah. make the best of it. You know, what about you PD? Well, I think for me, you know, you talked about it was normal and natural. You grew up with it. And again, that we did not in my generation, not only is it just something that wasn't familiar, but our brain did not get wired to mm-hmm. understand So we were taught with, you know, verbal teaching, someone looking right at us, you know, writing things down, actually using penmanship. Mm -hmm. I wrote a card the other day to a young person. I used cursive and they handed it back to me and said, I'm not sure I can read this. (laughs) And I'm thinking, you don't know how to read cursive, Mm -hmm. but why do they need it? They literally don't need it anymore. So it's not intuitive for older people. Our brains did not get used to it. We don't understand it. It doesn't automatically come to us. And it's scary because, you know, you feel like if you push the wrong thing, the screen goes away, and it does. And (laughs) the learning curve is very massive. So it's the one thing that has really divided the generations probably more than anything else in a very long time over 60, 70 years is this technology piece. Yeah. And it's sad because it's it's created a lot of people my age and older to feel like they're unnecessary now. Mm-hmm. While they have a lot of wisdom, they don't have the technology know-how. It's caused kind of a division. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, like I said, I take it for granted. I, for, well, first of all, I got mad. So I was like, why are you upset at us and we didn't get a Zoom link? And I'm like, and then he never apologized, but that's a conversation for another time. That's can't, another podcast. <laughs> can't be wrong and then yeah. not even say sorry. Yeah. But anyway, I just take it for granted because when I was growing up, we had computers, but we were like first Apple, like yeah. the first Mac and all of that. Yeah. So it was around, but to see what it can do now, even I feel old sometimes like, wow, I remember yeah. I walked into a store and it was the first Mac and I was like, we had these when I was in oh, yeah. in middle school. Like I worked on these. Landon was like, what is this? Yeah. Why yes. is the back of this computer so big? Yeah, right. And I was like. In high, oh. high school, I remember all of our, um, my projects were saved on the floppy disks. Yeah. So like like yes. that idea of floppy disk was like, I remember USB came out while I was in college and I was like, you can put five to seven projects on one thing. Like what is going on? And like burning seed, like all of that was, was that was brand new. But, but it was. It was cool, but and, and I think it required for us in order for us to make it younger people to make it in the world. We had to adjust to those type of technologies. Whereas if you were out of school and you were just at work, unless your job kind of made you do it, you really didn't have to to do that. So when the church went virtual, there was no real like 
Facebook. That's all they need to do. Just go okay. to Facebook and make it easy. And so when you bring in Zoom links, when you bring in other things that require a form of leadership, not just entertainment, because Facebook is good for like entertainment and stuff like that. But when you bring in things that require um, your your input, so as Zoom links or Google Meets or whatever you're using, um, I think that that really throws that wrench what you were talking about in terms of being involved with the with the digital space. Well, and there's so many options like you're just talking about. There's so many platforms and venues that you can choose. And we aren't in school and haven't been in school, so we don't have anyone teaching us True. unless we have grandchildren, in which case they're teaching us, yep. or our children. So we're, we're making the phone call. You know, Paul and I, we, we are pretty savvy, but at the same time, there are times where people want to come over and our kids and they want to play some video games on the TV. And the rule is you can use it. <laughs> But whatever you unplug, you have to plug right. it back in yeah. and you have to sit here and make sure it works because we don't know which remote right. does what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you unplug our TV, we're not it's not coming back on. Yeah. So there's a lot of anxiety for yeah. that. And one of the comments that I'll make, you know, with these Zoom links, which are access points for people to join your meeting and other things. You're trying to not only now have content, you're trying to bring leadership, mm -hmm. you're trying to connect, and then you're also trying to organize and produce and make sure you're hitting the right buttons. Mm -hmm. And for someone who's not used to any of that, that's very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It's hard to look like a competent leader mm -hmm. in this day and yes. age for older people on the internet. Yeah. All internet Zoom meetings with older people start like this. Uh yeah. Can, can you oh, hear me? Oh, can hello. You hear? Am hello. Can you see me? Hello. Oh, am I on? I can see you. And the, and hello. The, and faces right up on the yeah. camera. <laughs> can you guys see me? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. You're a mute button. Yeah. And and that's so for me. Like on on I'm on the side. My biggest challenge with the transition is being extending grace towards those older individuals who may not be as tech savvy because. I'll be like, we can see you. We can see you yeah. back up from the camera. Yeah. Like when we were setting my grandmother, I love my grandmother. We were oh, setting yes. her up for her Zoom meetings and we got her webcam. And the first time she logged in, her face was so <laughs> close to the camera. I was like, Granny, back up. What'd you say? Stop screaming. We yeah. can hear you. Like you don't have to yell. Yeah. And she like, I can't see you. And then she on her window, it had the internet was in the way of the Zoom. So oh, yeah. she couldn't see nothing, yeah. but she had click the link and yeah. the link went behind oh, the boy. safari so she just just yelling and yeah. i'm like granny yeah cuz listen my, you, you my, gotta, my you, dear grandmother you got to yell past the window yeah. for them to get it cuz it's it's like it's, it's like like even the the concepts of digital space is like you know you got all these windows and so if if you if you're not thinking in terms of like layers and dimensions yeah. it's it's like that's one of the things i know my grandma she would have a problem with i would say oh, try to get email set up okay well Ma, she'd be like, you know, my my solitaire is in front of the the internet, and I'm like, the internet's not working. I'm like, no, the internet still works. It's just, but it's it's those basic concepts, and and like going back to what you said, like as a from a leadership perspective, it really can make you feel like, am I even competent to do it? But it's just like, uh, I, I know for for me when I when I'm in Zoom meetings with people, like it's your and not just any any platform, but the what you what you have to say is way more important than how we get so so if as long as i can hear you i'm good if if the camera's not working and all that's not that not there it's it's okay um and i think sometimes uh the when i've been in zoom meetings people are so afraid to mess up and it's just like 
mm-hmm. mess up, but just but we have to have patience with each other. So like the same way you have to have patience with, you know, um, the people who are like kind of trying to get you to not send you a link because they thought that, you know, you knew how to get into it. And the same with, with, with the other space of it. We really have to be this this virtual space. It's a new frontier for all both leaders and followers. And we have to be patient with each other in order to do this effectively yeah. Uh, and well. Yeah. Yeah, it's well said. And I want to give like if I could just give kind of like five points and we can talk about that because you bring up such a great point, Dwight. We have to be leaders and that's where our self-esteem has to come in and know that I'm not defined by my ability to be technical Mm -hmm. and we have to be good followers, maybe having grace, having patient patience and being willing to be part of the solution for the person who's maybe doing the leadership on. But one of the first points that I would say in leadership in any way, especially during this COVID time, is just to be human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to Patrick Lencioni share on some tips of leadership during this time, and he mentioned the same thing. Be authentically human. And people will give a lot of grace when, not that I think that we should open up our Zoom meeting with saying, hey, I've never done this before. And you're thinking, we know, back up, I can see what you had for lunch. Um, Not suggesting that. Stay professional in your presentation, but just be willing to be human and say, you know, thank you friends for your flexibility because we're all in some new territory and I'm learning some brand new things, but we don't need as leaders. I don't think we need to act like we know everything right now yep. because it's probably obvious that we don't. Right. Yep. So embrace our humanity. Yep. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. I mean, and I think, again, from the other side, you have to be human as well and be human in the fact that these people weren't graced with the opportunity just to know how to do this. Like I can give Landon the phone and it's second nature to him. Mm-hmm. So be patient and and understand that they know things that you don't know. Like my grandmother knows how to write a check. I didn't know how to do that till realistically like last year, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I would always YouTube how to write a check because <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I don't remember what information to write yeah. on here. But from my grandma looking at me, she'd be like, See? boy, you slow. You don't know how to write it. And I'd be yeah. like, why I got to be all that? Like, I just don't know how to write a check. <laughs> we didn't grow up learning that. So just right? understand that they don't know things that you know. It's a different skill set. Yeah, and, and, and vice versa. So I think that's important. And to yeah. keep in mind, not only is it a different skill set, it's a different brain. Yeah. That the brains that have been wired by this intuitive technical world and playing video games and seeing everything on screen. I remember holding one of my grandbabies on my lap. They were probably 12 months old. And I had a magazine because I still enjoy hard copy. Mm-hmm. I want a magazine. And the baby was hitting the magazine cover oh. like, do something. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. just sitting there. I'm yep. thinking you're 12 months. Right. Right. You've been on this planet for right. one year. <laughs> yep. But you know that if you touch this thing, it's something's supposed to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that 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 be human with any skill that we do, we practice. We learn how to practice things. We don't like learning how to walk. We didn't say I got to learn. How, no, we we took our time and do it. But because of, and I think this is both generations now. We're so instant gratification. Like Google it, figure it out, now how to do it. When it's just like, no, some things take practice. Yeah. So like when you, so like as leaders, uh, I'm I, I'm kind of going with the point you're saying is practice, like. Have a Zoom meeting with your kids and just say, mm-hmm. I don't know how to, I don't, we're going to just, I got this link, 
let me figure out how to do this. Okay, what should I push? And and actually test it out and try it out. It it really it 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 makes it so uh, so much easier when you have the big group. Like yeah. it, it's just that little bit of practice helps a whole lot. You know, to your point, I had a girlfriend over to my home this morning at eight a.m. Hey. And uh, she has her master's in psychology, and she is presenting on a webinar. She is brilliant, but she came to my house to make sure that the internet feed was right, that she knew how to access Zoom, that the lighting was right, because all of those things were focused. If she focused on them, she was getting overwhelmed with all of it. And like I said, it's very stressful for us. And for a time there, there were some people... my age, perhaps a little younger, a little older, who were saying, oh, I'm not, I'm not getting on that. I'm not learning all that. Yeah. Just stubborn, yep. Yep. which is my second point is in this time, be flexible and willing to learn. Be flexible because it, 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 everything is changing so fast. But for the people who were stubborn and said, I don't want to learn, you may have diminished your leadership because yep. now you're forced to know it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. and it changes. Man. You're gonna get left behind. Yeah, it changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my former pastor, Pastor Sap, used to always say, um, "Ministry or to to minister is free. Like to minister the gospel, the Bible is free, but ministry costs. Ministry yes. costs." He used to say, "You know what I'm saying? It costs time. It costs money. It costs you learning how to adjust to to what today's day and age requires you to do to be effective in your leadership and how you get." the gospel out and how you handle meetings. Like you cannot be stubborn like that or you become obsolete. And yeah. if you become obsolete, it doesn't matter what you went through in life or what knowledge you have. I don't want to hear you because COVID is going running rampant right now. So I don't want to be close to somebody that I haven't been close to before. So you're not willing to learn Zoom. You don't want to host your meetings on Zoom. Well, I'm not coming to your house. So the information is just lost. Yep. So yeah. it's it's important to be to be flexible. You have to be flexible okay. yep. Yep, during this time and being willing to learn something new. And yeah. there's a lot of venues where if you can work YouTube, you can actually train yourself and teach yourself in some of these things. Mm-hmm. You can just Google it. Yeah. And if you don't know what the word Google is, yeah. I don't know how to help you there. Yeah. you got to yeah. start out by knowing yeah. that it, yeah. it will search. Your computer will search any topic that you want to yeah. know about, and it will show you a tutorial video that you can watch and learn how to do it. Yeah. So some self-education is probably necessary. Yeah. And that, and that that being stubborn piece, I like I, I think about like like some people I know back home, and you know they're, they're leaders of churches, and they refuse. They said, well, "We will never go online. We will never do that because you know the you know the Bible says it's meant for us to be in the full wall." And I'm just like, eh, I don't know about that. Like I I hear what you're trying to say, but 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 right now you have a a, a situation that happened that forced us to have to look at look at the way we do ministry. Like that you talk about it, do yes. ministry differently. And if you weren't flexible, then it's it's not that you're not anointed anymore. You can be anointed and, and minister to your household and to your neighbors and to people you see at the grocery store. But in leadership your of yeah, your your, yeah. your reach is going to be limited because you've you you have put this false truth in your mind that I can only do it this way. And while you may only be good at something this way, you have to be willing to learn and understand something new and different. Yeah. Um, but the church, I mean, and we and we talk about all the time like there are churches that are. Are, are crumbling and, and it's not just crumbling uh like as a as an infrastructure but people are not hearing the gospel people are not being encouraged because 
you have chosen as a leader to not want to go into this space. And that is that's detrimental to the to I, I believe to our faith uh, from where we are in this generation. Yeah. yeah, very detrimental. You can't abdicate your voice. You can't let someone else be the voice when God has called you. And so that does mean, like you said, I think you said something along this line, like our message doesn't change, yeah. but our methods yep. have to change. Mm-hmm. And we have to be flexible. And we have to be willing to sometimes be the first one to do it. We don't see somebody else do it, but it's it's innovation for us and go for it because pretty soon the whole world will be following Mm -hmm. potentially like we said we want to invest this year we said this a couple years ago we want to invest in increasing our online space Mm -hmm. we want to stream live on facebook and then it didn't sound great so we had to invest in some mics and then some lights and some another mixer and it was getting expensive but we felt like god was saying do that Mm And so we weren't caught off guard when COVID hit, praise God, because we had become willing to be flexible mm-hmm. and to say that what is sacred and what's never changing is the story of Jesus Christ, the mm-hmm. word of God, yeah. but the way we tell it yeah. is always changing. There's nothing sacred about this brick yeah. and mortar building. Right. Yeah, yeah, or these mics, or yeah. you know, in 10 years, somebody yeah. will look back on this and say, Y'all came in to to record a podcast? Yeah, like, you know, there are programs like Pro Tools and stuff that's coming up with cloud collaborations where you can be in Sweden and somebody can be in Houston and he's playing the guitar while you're playing the keyboard making a song, like... Um, What is it? Technology is always... always uh, TeamViewer has um, virtual reality now. So, so like, so it's so like with TeamViewer, that's a way you can log on to people's computers. Yep. They have, they have a like a plugin, I think, or something that you could do VR, or you could like literally like be in a certain. And I don't know how far that's it goes, crazy. but like that, it's 2020. 2030 is not going to look like this. Yeah. So no. you know, and yeah. then I'll Wait. be the old person in 2030, yep. and I'll be like, so have grace. Hello. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Can you grace. see me? Get right. <laughs> what, what's the Zoom like? What is Zoom, sir? What what's is a Zoom? link? Wait, what's a link? What's right? a link? Right. Yo, all you have to do is think it. Yeah. Gonna, no, I don't know about that. But yeah. you know what? So have grace because someday, and that's one way the playing field got leveled really quickly with my generation is that, you know, because we were still sitting in the seat of power and then this technology thing happened. It was yeah. kind of like, whoop, yeah. you know, and we knew that with the millennials that yeah. we were, you know, you're trying to hire millennials to come in and help you with your technology. But now if you didn't learn that curve, but you can be flexible, which yep. is the point, and know that the brain does have plasticity yep. and it can learn. You can really teach an old dog new tricks. Seriously, you can. Yeah. And so, and that's another point that I want to have. Um, how about innovation? <laughs> how important is innovation? Well, we've never done it that way before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's one of the most important things for a successful organization, entity, church, family, I mean, whatever you whatever you put there, innovation, I feel like is most important, not just in the tools that you use, but how you go about communicating. Like with, like, like Landon loves games. He loves video games. He loves, so ver- me taking you out on a basketball court to teach you life lessons isn't gonna work for you. Mm-hmm. That's what worked for me. Uh-huh. You know, but for you, sitting there playing Super Smash Brothers for an hour and a half and me beating you, 85 times in that day and you getting <laughs> frustrated well now there's a chance to teach you that same life lesson that i was going to teach you playing basketball that you can't quit even though you're not going to win like 
that's not going to happen because oh, I'm not okay. going to take it easy on you, I but you're not you. going to win. You know, so being innovative in how you communicate, this this guy is one of the master <laughs> innovators. <laughs> like, he will get you what you need one way or another, you're going to have what you, what Do you, you Are you guys old enough to remember the, the old show MacGyver? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Remember MacGyver? Yeah. I mean, that was an ovation. Yeah. Like, I have to creatively problem solve right now. I have to think about not best practice, yeah. but next practice. Yeah. What else is coming? What? Yep. So how do you innovate? How? Why is he so good at innovation? Why didn't you say that I was good? Innovation. <laughs> You're good too. You're oh, good okay, thanks. No, I mean, what's what? What do you do, Dwight? I, I, I typically. You're so engineer minded. Yeah, I, I try to look at. I never look at the method. I so I should say that my first point is the solution. Is I see what the I see what we want where we're trying to go. I, I, I see the vision. I see what we're trying to do. Now the way that we do it. That's going to require some maneuvering. I have what works for me, and I want to test that out. That doesn't work. Because that's not engineers work. Like It's just like you take something, you test it, it doesn't work. Okay, that's not going to work. And you look at where the resistance is coming from. Is the resistance coming from people? Is the resistance coming from my own self? Is the systems coming? I mean, is the resistance coming from a lack of tools? Where, where is the resistance coming from? And then if I can solve those quickly, then, then I'll do that way. Otherwise, I might have to take my time a little bit more, and sometimes with Cam, Lord, he's a he's a bit resistant, um, and, 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 and so I have to I have to go in very slowly and say it this way, and say, how about we try this with that, and, and so all of that is is innovative leadership, you know, and but but with this space now with the digital space, you have to because the same with like you know you're we're leading Cam. We also got to lead the older generation of church. How do you get them to be okay with Facebook? How do you get them to be okay with YouTube? Mm-hmm. And that takes innovation because we have to say, okay, hey, here's why that is important. Because, I mean, right now we're, we're live on Facebook and we're live on all these platforms, right? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's, it, how do we get people from Facebook is for young? Because Facebook started as for college, right? Yes. Yeah. How they, that, that company morphed it to make it. So that now grandparents seeing pictures of their grandkids is probably one of the biggest things that happens on yes. Facebook, yeah. right? How do they get us there? And then as a church, how do we leverage that platform to say, okay, how can we get the, the message of God out? And that take t- that took time. When we first started going live on Facebook, man, that was, that was that, it, it, it wasn't it, like we started. I don't know if you, you probably weren't even here. No, I've we, seen it though. We, we, we started with a, a camera on the front <laughs> with, a, with a fishbowl lens and it was like... <laughs> It was just on the front. We're just like, look at the church. And it was just. But listen, man. <laughs> but we but we did it, right? We did it. We did, we did it. it. Yeah. So we did. It's like Peter getting out of the boat. Yeah, yeah okay. We might have sunk a little bit. But look at them other right. sissies still sitting in the yeah. boat. Yeah. At least we got out, yeah. right? Yeah, because we said, we said we have to get out to that space because we, at that, during those times, we knew that we wanted to get to a broader audience. And slowly but surely, we began to increase the reach of what Tribe Church was doing. But that wasn't without resistance. Some people were like. Right. No, let's not do that. When we begin to change things around, why are you guys doing that? Well, why if is, you go on Facebook, yeah. you know, people won't come to right. church yep. anymore. Yep. Do you think our attendance is down because they're watching on Facebook? Yeah. Yep, yeah. I do. <laughs> but that's, okay. that's that's the the learning curve or that's, you know, we have to navigate that terrain. You know, I like what you said a moment ago that we have to be patient with the older generation we are multicultural and we are multi-generational yep. and we're not going to just not let people know how to access tribes church we're going to train you we're going to teach you like with the app it took a long time yep. and a lot of repetition which is actually one of my next points of leadership is over communicating mm-hmm. telling people how to use the app 
and remember teaching them how yep. to give online. Yep. And then we had seminars out in the lobby after church, or you had the, the iPad up, yep. and we were teaching people how to give online. We were taking their phone and setting it up for them. Yep. Because we care about the other generations. We don't want people getting left behind. Mm-hmm. But look at how God set us up so when now we're virtual and we got shut down for several months. Of course, we're open now. But our people were ready to give online. Yeah. And so we didn't struggle financially. Yep. The bottom didn't fall out because our people have been faithful giving online. So you can protest and be stubborn and say, I'm not going to be a part of this. Yep. Or you can say, okay, good, you know what? We have to stay relevant to this culture if we want our message to be heard. Yeah. So over-communicate. Yeah, that's that guy. That's that guy again? He gets he'll, both of those? Yeah, so he'll, be, so he'll be innovative in how he over-communicates. Almost oh, to the point wow. of annoyance. Yeah, that's where a double like, header. You'd be like, bro, I got it the last time you said it. But for me, I'll have it and completely be like, okay, what else am I doing? So he'll be like, check your email. Check your Google Sheets. Yep. Check your your documents. I'll be like, okay, here it is. So he's he's much better. I took a lot of stuff out of his notebook to deal with my team now. So I'll yeah. text, I'll email, yep. I'll do a Google Sheet. I'm not yet yeah, to the not, extreme not. that he is. I'm not, I'm not even that extreme. They've they been making extreme. me up he's to extreme. be like the Google. He did a Google form Don't you tell them. for <laughs> what you wanted to eat at his wedding rehearsal. He sent us a Google form in the morning with the options of what you wanted to eat. And I just put in the group thread, this is such a Dwight thing. This right is there. a Dwight. What, is what's his number on the Enneagram <laughs> again? Yes. I, Hello. So so the backstory is that I have my my mom, my my mom, my stepmom, my dad, they were all coming from out of town. And everybody knows the hassle of you know, what do you want, do you want for um, from this place? Oh, I want this with that and this and that. Yes. And it's just like, oh, that's so annoying. So innovation. How about I send them a link with a Google form that they can fill out what they want for lunch, and then all I got to do is go to that spreadsheet, and reference it, and I'm done it. Though that's that's that, see that was a good plan. I have to tell a story of my little granddaughter. She just turned ten, and uh, she's quite the planner, and she's very organized. Yeah. So when for Fourth of July, they had all these sparklers, and all the moms and all the kids had all these different things. She counted the number of children, and then she put one of each sparkler That's in a pile about. and went through and Go went ahead. all the way. So yes, or Sunday, we're having dinner, and she comes up to the table, and she looks at her mom. She goes, Mom, am I allowed to make a plan? <laughs> <laughs> and her mom says, well, you can make a plan, but understand that you have to be flexible yeah. if it doesn't flow that way. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, we're going to eat dinner. Then we're going to open presents. We're going to do the cake and candles. Damn then it. we're going to do a boat ride. Hayden is my homie. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> you know what else she said? I said, you like plans, don't you, honey? You're, you're wired that way. And she goes, yeah, because if you don't have a plan, grandma, you're just going to dilly-dally. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden, good me, yes, and who I, wants I to dilly dally? Who wants a dilly dally oh, from a ten-year-old? Okay Isn't that awesome? Dilly dallying, you missed it. My grandfather used to always say, "If you move too fast, you're gonna miss something." Well, yeah. So if you just, you know, take and, it and there it is, there it is. It's take both it as it comes, world friends. You know? oh, that's right. But that, that that communication piece, though, like something my dad taught me was this, and, and I live by this. And it's he says whenever you he talked about doing a presentation, and whenever you're leading, he says the first thing you want to do is. And I might have said this in another podcast already. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Mm-hmm. Tell them. And then tell them what you told them. What you told them. Like, and, and, and it, while it feels weird, it's just like, okay, hey, hey, Cam, uh, today what we're going to do is we're going to move this pen off the off the table right here. That's that's what we're going to do today. Oh, yeah, good, cool. Hey, bro, time to read. Move the pen. You good? Move the pen off. 
hey, just want to make sure, remember that we, mo- we moved the pen off of this so you can make sure everybody else knows that we moved the pen off that. And each part of that, while it feels repetitious, it has a purpose. One is, as a leader, it's preparing the followers. Prepare. As a leader, it is making sure that they understand what their actual to-do item is and they're executing it. Executing. And then the last one is to notify. You got to notify all the parties involved. And, and see, th- this. so you guys are seeing, this. Th- we talk about how me and Cam rub. Th- this, this is one of those things, because he would say, just move the doggone pen. Yeah, but just move it. <laughs> just, just move the pen. But you know, here's the thing, man. How many times have we made announcements? We've done TNN. We've done so many things. And then people say, I didn't know about right. that. So we say by the time we're getting sick and tired of hearing it, they're just now getting it. Yep. So good leadership is over communication, yep. but not just over communicating, asking yourself the question, who are the circles of yep. people that I need to communicate this to? So when we innovate in our team meetings or executive team meetings, we innovate, we come up with a new idea and we go, that's, that's what we got to do. We got goosebumps, the whole, you know, Holy Spirit moving kind of thing. Then we have to ask ourselves, we have to go into administration mode. Who needs to know this? Who does this affect? Who will, what's the unintended consequences? If we move this and do this, what happens over here? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we've said, oh, you know what? That won't work because if we do this and that, then this is going to, and so we either innovate again or we go back to square one and brainstorm, but So we got to we got to learn how to do that over communication. And that's what keeps everybody moving along, you know, going the same place. So we don't we don't fall off. Yeah, because that because like in the technology, we talk about the virtual space, like the assumption that we have is everybody knows how to use Zoom. Yes. Like that, right. that, that, that's the assumption is everybody knows, everybody knows how to use Facebook Live. It's just like I've had some people, you know, maybe don't have, they don't have the Facebook app on their phone. They're using it via like the web browser. It's just like, no, get the app. I don't want to get the app because my phone can't take any more apps because I got too many. I got too yeah. much Candy Crush on my phone. You know, and, and so you got all these things that are happening. And if you just tell them, download the Facebook app. Where do I download the Facebook app? How do I download the Facebook app? What do you mean an Apple ID account? Like it's it's all these things that 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 we have to like over communicate all those details, which is it's tedious, but it 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 makes it so much easier for somebody to be able to come up and pick it up. Yeah, and I just say, I mean I encourage both young so young people I encourage you to be patient, you know, with some not so young individuals. I'm not gonna say old, not so young individuals, um, but old folks be willing to. Or not so young people be willing to reach out. Like I love my granny. I'm gonna use her as an example again. My grandmother would not get a Facebook to oh, no. save her life. She refuses to get a Facebook, but we'll do this. Hey, let me see your Facebook. Right. Let me see. <laughs> no, get your own Facebook. Look and see if you see Maybell. Yeah. Maybell from from over there from uh, White Cloud. You know Maybell. Yeah, <laughs> or she always has some random some, yeah. some news that you don't know to tell you. Yeah. Did you know such and such a dog died? Yeah. No, why would I know that? Well, pull up your Facebook. And let me <laughs> right. No, no, but you got to be willing to adjust. Like her, she's probably one of the most dynamic evangelists or teachers. Like she mm-hmm. taught all of us biblical principles. I mean, at one shout point, shout out. Yeah, I mean, at one point we had no '66 front and back. Like yeah. we was swords high, kings and queens in church. Oh, wow. Like yeah. you Genesis, whatever. You slamming the Bible on the table. I don't need the table of contents because <laughs> we just got it yeah. like that. That's all from her. So I'm, I'm like, people need to hear what God has given you to say, but you just refuse to come with where it is. It's just like, oh, my goodness. So that that stubborn piece, I'm going to send her this podcast. Yeah, so that's what we're saying. We're saying, so be human. Yep. 
Be flexible. Yeah. Be innovative. Yeah. Over communicate. Yeah. And then be patient. Yeah. Really. And don't judge yourself harshly. You know, sometimes we say, "Oh, I can't learn it. I can't." Well, you just you just shut your brain down. So it's okay. Don't get anxious over it. For those of you who now are maybe my generation, you know, literally approach it with, this is fun. I'm going to learn something. And just, you know, don't get anxious and, and all nervous and uptight because it, it makes it so difficult to enjoy, to learn, to even concentrate and understand. But let's just have fun with this thing because um, we do want to stay on the radar. We do want to be relevant. We do want our message to get out. I'm not ready to not have a voice in this world. And, you know, God's given us a lot of things through uh, being stubborn. I'm not going to be a part of that. Like, no. And and we need y'all. Because like I said, I didn't know, I didn't know how to write a check. Like, my grandmother was like, come here. (laughs) It's like, okay. So it's information that y'all have that, that we need. I just ain't been here long enough. Y'all might not know that. I act like I've been here this long, oh, but I haven't been here this long. He's, he's still a little, we're still breaking him in. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that, like, so in the context of tribes being a multi generational church, like, that is the key. So, like, I remember mm-hmm. um, uh, we, were, we were talking about something else and, um, like, the, the app having, because we don't have bulletins. So, you know, some people were used to, like... That was a learning o- curve, Open right? the bulletin. Okay, what's happening? The same thing that happened last Sunday. But we don't have that there. And I, shed in, no, no, here's the thing. I grew up in a church, and I used to look forward to the bulletins when I was little, because you would see the sick and shut-in, you know, everybody's number. Like, it was... It was like the thing, you know, you saw, okay, who had a choir anniversary coming up this Sunday or whatever. Like all that stuff was there. And while and while all that is great and awesome, I think when we switch to going digital and things are on the app or things are on Facebook, it really shifted. And and, and what was happening is people felt left out. And it's just like our like, like Pastor Don just said, mm-hmm. we don't want anybody to feel left out. If there's something that we could do to help, like if, if we if we've decided to go away from from bulletins, okay, then what can we do with what you have now, you know, and and really leveraging and innovating on how we can communicate to both the young and the older generations, and uh, and so that's yeah, and that's one of the things that we did was we went to a video announcement yep. instead yep. of writing them all out in a bulletin Tribe and then after Network. church picking them all up. Yep. Tribes News Network. We yeah, play it yeah, yeah. on the digital apps and Facebook and social, yeah. and but then we play it on Sunday Sorry. morning yep. too. So, yeah. let me ask this question as we close up this podcast: Is there such a thing as too much? Though, are we swimming in too much technology? Mm. Is there a time where you just got to unplug and say, "I here's what I'm going to be happy with," and because there's a lot of anxiety in this realm, in this domain. Yeah, I, I think that it is. I think unplugging is it's necessary because too much information is just as bad as not having information at all. Um, Especially if you're learning, if you're just learning something, designate a couple hours to learn it, Facebook, Zoom, and then just take a couple hours and just, just, we call it veg out. Just relax, Mm -hmm. go get the magazine that you love reading, you know, just sit down and do something that's comfortable and relaxing because there is a such thing as overload. And then you'll forget what you tried to learn. You'll you'll get frustrated or anxious, and that doesn't help you in your progression. There's paralysis yeah. in that overload. Too, yeah, right? and, and you just it becomes ineffective then. So there is very much a thing as too much, and if only you know your limit, you know, yeah. like you have to be realistic about 
I get software and I love technology and I will dive into it for hours and hours. And then I get to the point where I'm like, okay, it's time to go mm-hmm. do something different, go watch the game. So know your limits. And I think there is too much. You have to unplug. So yep, definitely unplug. And and if you're using it, so if like I think about if we use the church example, on Sunday mornings, because so many churches are digital and virtual now, if you're staying, if you're still at home right now because of what's happening, you have the opportunity to go from tribes to the next church to the next church to the, and, and you become so overloaded are you still opening your bible and reading it like making sure that you're still staying connected to the to the things that you're comfortable with yes. so that you're not so overloaded with 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 content um but then when you when, when you stay on it you know i i have to go through like fast like throughout the week like it's just like okay this day i can't do social media because and, and not just social media i can't do virtual anything now because of my job i have to get on calls and stuff like that mm-hmm. but but outside of that okay i'm gonna go take a walk because i i gotta yes. clear i gotta clear my mind because i'm so nervous about okay here's the next meeting and because what what happens is with all these digital meetings you're the room that you're in can even make you anxious because just like this is where i do my my work meetings okay i gotta make sure i'm prepared i gotta make sure i put makeup on do whatever i gotta do and all those things and it's just like slow down change spaces like like change the complete change the scenery go in your kitchen go downstairs yeah. just, just do something because otherwise like you said like you you could easily get overloaded by all of this um, and be patient, like like what you said. Just be patient with yourself. It's gonna take. It might take weeks. I mean, we've been right. here since March. Okay, maybe you just uh, now understand what a Zoom link and how it works. That doesn't make. You, that's great. Yeah. You you may, you have been making progress and really reward yourself for the progress that you made in this virtual space because mm-hmm. th- this yes. is this is something new. Don't beat yourself up just mm-hmm. because. Oh, I went to the wrong Zoom link. Or I went to no, no. Just when you get it right. Good job, man. Good man. Way, way to go for that. That yeah. And this and 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 then from a leadership perspective, it's important to still reach out to try to touch your team or the yeah. people that you are responsible for as close to physically as possible. Yeah. So if if they're comfortable with a six feet meeting, then go meet at the park and stay six feet apart and just mm-hmm. hey, how's your life going? Yeah. Everything shouldn't be behind a phone or a computer if you can. If you can do it in person or you can get a little more personal, do that. Even if it's beyond the video call, I call you on your phone. Right. You know, or I FaceTime just you on your phone. It's not mm-hmm. in a meeting setting. It's how you doing? How's your life going? And and that's that's something that our generation needs. Yes. We Right. We, we do that already. Yep. Yeah. The like, but you like don't. people call like like I think my mom, like they they will call all the time and mom still it's calling landlines and like all that stuff still exists. We really have to leverage that and understand what too much is yeah. because we will just sit on, on and use zoom and teams and everything. And it's just like, no, we have to remember that human part of it all um, because, because that still matters to, mm-hmm. to, to, to becoming good leaders and honestly, good humans. Good people. Yeah, yeah. Good, yes. Good well people. developed in, and that connectivity piece, that's one thing. That's how God made us. We need people. And he said from the very beginning when making Adam, it's not good for man to be alone. He's not just necessarily talking about a wife, although I think that's important. He's just talking about you don't do well on your own. We need each other. So this has been a hard time because there's been a lot of isolation, but the uh, virtual world has made it possible for us to close the gap. And so for that, we're really thankful. Mm So this has been great. We hope that you've enjoyed it. You're listening to Tribes to Tribe podcast with Cam Dwight and yours truly, Dawn Scott Damon. 
until we see each other again. Yeah. Last words. Bye. Peace out. Peace. What? I was about to say something funny, well, but bye. Peace. Okay. I'll leave it alone. You leave it alone? I'll leave it alone. All right. See y'all. See you.